Just Be an Earnest podcast is proudly presented by Traeger Grills. And if I'm just being earnest, I love my Traeger. I had one before they wanted to sponsor the podcast. I'm a day one Traeger and guy, okay? I got the 885, little joints, a hot little piece. It's so easy to use and everything I cook tastes amazing. Specifically, my bacon bush light beer soaked brown sugar bacon burgers, <clears throat> which is my specialty. I absolutely love my Traeger. It's so simple, versatile, and has a superior flavor from cooking with 100% natural wood. This barbecue season, grill with flavor. Grill with a Traeger wood pellet grill. Once you experience Traeger wood fire taste, you will not want to go back to cooking with gas and charcoal. Just how it is. Traegers are easy to use. There's no need to constantly prod, poke, and flip your food. Just load up the hopper with 100% natural wood pellets. Set your cooking temperature like you would an oven, and let Traeger signature heat and smoke do the rest. Look, with Traeger 6-in-1 versatility, you can do it all. We're talking about grilling, smoking, baking, roasting, braising, and barbecuing. From burgers to brownies, everything in between. Pulled pork to pizza, you guessed it. Okay? Smoke cocktails. There's no limit to what a Traeger can do. And I stop like a deer in headlights, right? Because I'm like fiddling with my phone and shit. <laughs> and I look up, he goes, what the fuck, man? And some other guys go, you're a fucking idiot, man. We just paved that. <laughs> and they're all lined up with the paving truck at the end of the street. Oh, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, this can't be real. I was like, dude. What the? And like, instead, because the way they were talking to me, I instantly shared their energy. I'm dead wrong, right? Yeah. Oh. But instead, I'm actually like, fuck you, cocksucker. I don't fucking know. He's like, you can't fucking tell. I'm like, I'm not a goddamn concrete expert, bitch. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. He's like, you're the fucking stupid. Turn the fuck around. And then I go to turn around in a neighbor's driveway. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. Just being earnest. You're wearing cans, right? So you'll know if we're not loud enough. Okay. So it's like something about them cans makes me go from feeling like I'm talking to a friend to being interviewed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel that. It's like right now, I just feel like I'm hanging out with my homie. There's a microphone in front of me. You put them yeah. cans on, it's like, oh, he's going to ask me a serious question. Maybe I should be serious. Yeah, leave, leave the say, cans I don't at fucking home. Be serious. Leave the cans at home. Damn, we're rolling. Fucking the crew, baby. The crew. Just being. Oh, I'm spilling shit all it's okay. over this very high uh, this end has, property. This had more alcohol on the floor. <laughs> this than... was my goal was to bring the property value down just a little bit here. Between I'm glad you and me, leave. dude. I might goodbye this place when we leave. Look at that. Oh, I don't think it's getting no worse. Look at that. I'm fucking it. I just lost so much tequila, dog. That is so embarrassing. Bro, you can, As you can tell, you bartending wasn't my skill set. I was fucking, God, you got me over here tending my own drinks. First of all, dog, this is like the Second biggest publishing all, company in Nashville. Hey, Y'all don't even have a bag of potato chips. Uh, you don't like have I, fucking, you know what hey, I'm like saying? I, like I said. Go, Greg, talk to me, man. Yeah, God damn it. We didn't that, talk Greg. about this, Greg. I need snacks on the first yeah. floor because yeah. you can't expect me to go climb eight flights of stairs every time yeah, I want well, some When I didn't see an elevator, my fat ass said, God, please let this be downstairs. Yeah. I'm going to go upstairs and meet people breathing like a French bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. No, I, I need to, I need my life to be just downstairs. We need to get yeah. snacks down. Anytime here. my fat ass walks up a flight of steps, I go straight to the bathroom, and it's never to piss. It's, it's just to catch, catch my breath. breath. I'm like, "Where's the bathroom?" And I just like hurry over. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Dude, there. I'm in there doing like do. like pregnant woman breathing. You would know that now. Yeah, I'm in there. Hey, that in through the nose, out through the mouth really helps with that heart rate. I'm in there bro. fucking doing that shit. Man, yeah, no, we're on the first floor. 
Sheesh. Just being earnest. Hey, jelly roll. Motherfucker, dude. You're like, it sucks that it's like so awesome that you have a podcast, but you're also such a good songwriter that you even have a catchy jingle attached to it. You know what I'm saying? Well, I just put it on the front of a song that nothing happened to. I put out nothing happened. Nobody's going to miss this shit. So I just put an intro over it. Karun one night was like, hey, we need an intro for the podcast. We're going to do it. And I was going through my album on Locals Only, and it's actually the intro for All We Need. Yeah. And uh, I was like, mm, dang, dang, dang. Yeah, took a voice note, just, just being there. It's actually the original was just a video of me sending it back to crew and like, does this work? Being a smart ass. Dude, locals worked. only. I love the local only song. I love the brain on uh, brain on love song. I oh, love yeah. the play on words. But sugar. Sugar's Slaps. that one. You know what, Thank though? You. Not Listen, don't take this wrong. But I swear your acoustic version on Bustin' with the Boys, I thought was doper than the produced version. Oh, that's tight. It was so dope, dog. It was like such a showcase, dude. That's awesome. I I love um I love playing my songs broken down on acoustic. I mean, I feel like and even songs that aren't meant to be super instrumental, it's cool when they can be broken down and right. just played on a guitar. And that saved my ass being able to play my songs on a guitar when I played Bonnaroo three years ago or something like that. <laughs> look look at you. Casual flex, you know. No, three years uh, dude. Ago, like, I mean, I can't even forever. Believe, ago. I can't believe I played it. I can't. <laughs> I can't even believe I played it. But uh, how fucked up was you? Pretty fucked up. Did it was get, the first. Get... It was the first show of the day on a Thursday. You were like, it was like and, what two o'clock? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it was like two or, or three o'clock. Yeah, and I got there, got in the trailer, and I think I had like Skittles, tequila, and Chex Mix on my on my runner. Oh, so yeah, we dominated true. all the tequila, drank some beers, smoked some weed. There was probably some uh, MDMA, MDMA, yeah, MDMA. <laughs> some MDMA, MDMA going around in there. MDMA there. But so I got it was just me and a DJ, and uh, first song comes on. That's why I was rapping and shit too. And but I had my acoustic guitar on stage because I was gonna do a little bit of both. First song, as soon as the 808s come in, the P, the the DJ board. You know, that shit went out. Oh, that happened to me in my first festival. Bro, that shit. Oh, do you think it's because we fucked up and had it turned up too loud on the... on the? Maybe. Okay. Because I call some rap shit, because we were, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I, I know. The first I, time I played Rock on the Range, blew the speaker's first song. Yeah, yeah. The the speak, the PA was fine, but his board, like, overpowered, shut down. So I'm with no tracks. That could kill a man's set. Oh yeah, no, no, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> that, that can kill a man's set. But instead of freaking out, I was like, I was like, you figure this shit out. I'm just gonna play some. I pick up yeah. the guitar and like even played some of the shit I rap on just on guitar. Right, and it was almost. It was better than if I just had the tracks. No, you got sure. to be an intimate moment. You got to feel, yeah. yeah. That's what happened to us. We had the band, but we always had the DJ fire the tracks, you know? Right. So it was like, we're at Rock on the Range. First time we ever played it. We're like, I don't know, like the 430 slot or something on like stage 12 or some shit. And we go on and the, the, like it blows immediately. So we just broke down and did the acoustic thing. And then you're talking about fuck, fuck luck. Just happened to me at Louder Than Life in 2019. Oh god. So but but this time it was different. My DJ's uh fucking his board it was so hot, dude. It was Louisville, Kentucky, and like that just one random September day where it was like 110 degrees. Board overheated on it. His fucking computer overheats. Oh no. So I'm just like, while you're figuring it out, and then we were like lucky, like as a band, we got tight enough that we had learned some other shit. Right. So we just started doing like 
like a couple of our shits. And then when we ran out of our shit to Covers. do, we were like, all right, fuck it. B- fucking play some CCR. You know what I'm yes. saying? We know what, like we're all huddled up there having a shot together. Like, what do we know? You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> it's like, all right, cool. Sweet on fucking Alabama. Fucking next, <laughs> yeah, next thing you know, we're playing Freebird. Yeah. A fan comes up to play the solo. <laughs> <laughs> we had a blast though, dude. Not then, yeah. And then it triggered back on for like the last two songs. So and when it comes back set. on, it's like, and you know the funny part is the crowd yeah. was probably unaware because like we didn't make a fuss about it. We right. just kept rolling. So it's like we were clearly excited right. when they came yeah. back right. on right. though. And you can kind of see, you know, it's fucking probably seven, eight thousand people out there like Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we were stoked. We're like, ah! We're high-fiving the stage DJ. stage dive. Yeah, the funny part, I was watching the DJ on the side, and I'm watching the homies. They're fanning it, trying to do whatever they can to get the laptop to work. <laughs> I just kept looking at the stage manager, like, giving them that nod of time. He'd be like, 12 minutes, 10 minutes, yeah. 7 minutes. Like, the 7-minute mark, the music came back on. Yeah, that... that um God, that could put you in a tough spot. I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for instruments. I mean, the way shows were supposed to be played, dude. Yeah, no, I'll strip it pick. down to the core. But I thought that was cool because the riff on uh, Sugar isn't necessarily easy. Well, no. not for somebody like me. I mean, I'm like an old standard GE no. kind of guy, you know, so to watch you actually doing some picking, I was like, look at baby Earn. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, he's actually playing Fuck you, yeah, Pickern. Dude, I, guitar picking for me comes because uh, my first instrument, I got a. I've said this a hundred times on here, but I got a banjo and the Space Jam soundtrack for Christmas in the third grade. Wow. And so between the two of them, yeah, here I am. But here the, we land. You good after that tequila shot? I feel, I feel like I should take another one, but yeah. I don't wanna, I'm, I'm, now I'm petrified because I'm going to embarrass myself again and just flood this whole thing. He's got to come over with a napkin. We need to get a sifter or something. I might just have to just start drinking warm tequila. I don't care. I mean, that shit's warm as puppy piss. Though, you have been a in cup the car all day. of tequila on ice, but you just have a vendetta against ice. Yeah, it's like it gets in the way of taking the shot. I got to have the ice pressed up against my lip trying to get the... That's fucking up the liquor intake, man. I had no idea why you were trying to pour like that the whole time. I was like, what's yeah. he Yeah, what's he doing? Like, think about how, like, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, do you do it perfect? I fucking hate you, you pussy. I hope you fuck. Oh, you fucking suck dick. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, spill that shit. Yeah, spill it, goddammit. <laughs> fucking. If he would have just turned into bartender, I'd have got so mad. You know what I'm saying? There we go. No, I feel like it just point. Earned. All right, fuck it. Drinking contest. No. I tell people, every time I drink with you, whether you know it or not, we are uh, participating in a drinking contest. You know what I'm saying? I know it. Yeah, it's like, I know it. You might not know it, but I know it. <laughs> That's why I'm tapping you on the shoulder. Anybody want to have another shot, big fella? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. That is it. Man, yeah, the, it's fucking great. airplane shots are hard to take. Look, ooh, look, at the, look at the goddamn reflexes of a cat. Quick as a cat. Look at that, baby. Goddamn big, big, a big <laughs> nimble fella, man. Y'all see it. Just throw, you want to help me out over here, big fella? Here. Oh, my God. That's where I'm going to pull it off first. There it is. Look at I'd that. I'd hate to get in the way of that shot. Fucking stop me. Yeah, there. Effortless, dude. All right, I do dude. everything better when I drink. Have a shot, pour a better shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fucking that's, yeah. That's true. <laughs> fucking that's true. Fucking Look at, my thing. Your shakes came down. Yeah, you, no, I just totally feel way less. I'm like, yeah, fuck it. We're here now, dude. Um, we got to talk about why you didn't get to do the podcast with me yesterday, dude. It was so fucking. So they paved my street, right? Yeah. And first of all. I guess we just moved into this place. Flex so, on him one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, 
very humbled. I'm very happy to be in the house I'm in. It sure beats the trailer I once was at. Yeah. But I was like, they paved the street, right? And I got to, this is going to be like the most bougie thing I've ever said on a goddamn <laughs> podcast in my life. I have a golf cart that I drive up to the golf course, right? So <laughs> I've never sounded more like a douche. So it's like it's just douchery written all over it. So, but I got the golf cart before we even moved there because I was teaching my daughter how to drive on it. And it was cool. I'd piss the neighbors off because I got speakers on it. So I'd be riding down the street bumping like Yeah, it's a street legal golf down the street in my six fold oh. just fucking pissing people fucking off. Bitches. Yeah, oh yeah. Any of the most vulgar shit yeah, I can. Yeah. My favorite one to play is, um, uh, 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 Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Fuck them. Fuck them. And I'm just riding through banging. Not that it's even how I feel. I yeah. just know it's how not how I they feel. It's not how they yeah. feel. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Like I don't really I kind I don't have a problem with the police. Only the ones that arrested me. The yes. twelve those fifteen officers fucking suck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I yeah. have no but it's like I know that they didn't appreciate my musical selection. <laughs> yeah, I was only arrested thirteen times. One time they brought extras. That's how you know you're in trouble. Anytime you see the second cop car, you are it yeah. is over. He's yeah. not pulling up to say hi to his homie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, today. That's the first thing I said. Are you wearing a goddamn police uniform? If I pull up, I'm just there to confiscate the drugs. And it's and, the and, Millersville police, dude. They literally police one ex, first of all. Oh, so this is like, so this jacket might have arrested you. Listen, no, no, no. I never got pulled over. No, 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 for sure. I would remember it, believe okay. it or not. But that, you know, Millersville is like one little tiny exit. But yeah. let me tell you what they don't tell you about Millersville. Half of the entire city of Millersville is a trailer park. Literally, half of the entire city of Millersville is just like it's there's two sides of Miller Trip. Millersville, there's like fifteen really nice houses and forty trailers. Wow! Then it depends on what side of the interstate you turn off of. You go right, you can find you some crystal meth. <laughs> if you go left, you can probably find, find you crystals. somebody who works on the third floor here. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> so it's like fucking. So, anyways, I'm I'm like. I was got this thing. I was golfing with this guy from this record label, right? And I was like, I don't want to say his name. I'm sure he wouldn't care, but I'm out of respect for not bringing his shit into my shit. And I pop in a, I'm like, I'm like, I'm hungover, Ern. So I'm like trying to grab my clothes. I'm running late. I'm trying to pack everything I need for our podcast too, right? Which with, with your request is marijuana, <laughs> cocaine, and liquor. So I'm like, I'm trying to grab my drugs. You know what no, I'm saying? Only two of those. Yeah. Just for the record. All right. I you just, I, I just brought, <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought cocaine in case we got really drunk. So yeah. I was like, so every now and then you need a lifter upper. But I was like, I'm coming down the driveway and I can see that the road has been paved. But I would assume, like normal people, they paved it while I was asleep. I don't think about it. I bust the left out of the driveway, and I'm just driving. And I can tell there's a funny noise, you know, but it's like I'm too hungover to look or care. You know, I just I don't care. I get to the top of the hill, dog, and there is like seven construction, maybe 12 construction workers. There between seven and 12. I don't remember. I just remember the four that were vehemently screaming your ass i have not listen dog this dude said what the fuck are you doing i stopped like a deer in headlights right because i'm like fiddling with my phone and shit (laughs) and i look up he goes what the fuck man some other guys go you're a fucking idiot man we just paved that (laughs) and they're all lined up with the paving truck at the end of the street and i'm like oh no oh no, no no i'm like this can't be real i was like dude 
what the and like instead because the way they were talking to me I instantly shared their energy I'm dead wrong right yeah. <laughs> but instead I mentioned like fuck you cocksucker I don't fucking know he's like you can't fucking tell I'm like I'm not a goddamn concrete expert bitch I don't know what the fuck's going on here he's like you're the fucking stupid turn the fuck around Dude. and then I go to turn around in a neighbor's driveway but I have not assessed my damage yet, uh -huh. by the way, right? And when I pull in the neighbor, as soon as I hit the neighbor's driveway, I shit you not, the big dude that was yelling at me the most said, you're going to fuck their driveway up, you goddamn idiot. <laughs> he called me an idiot four times. I was like, I look while I'm pulling off, and I just look and see a back trail, and I fucked this. I, I had to leave him a note yesterday. I'm so scared <laughs> when they're going to call me. It cost me so much money. I leave this big trail of tar on their driveway. They got like aggregate. Dude, it was, listen, <laughs> when I turn around, Earn, then I'm now facing the destruction I had left. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I'm turning, I've turned around, and I left like an inch and a half tire mark just in the middle of the street. Because you've seen the golf yeah, cart. Yeah, you got, got a little lift on it. Yeah, it's got a lift and some mud tires and super white trash. And I'm like, no fucking way. So I'm trying the best to drive on the same tracks I just drove on, all <laughs> while flipping off the construction crew behind me going, you should have left a note or something, you fucking <laughs> cocksucker. Then I'm all pissed off. I, put, I, I try, So I'm like scared to get into my driveway. So I park it at the end of the street, right? Like right at the end of my driveway. <laughs> oh, dude, he really lost his shit then. He said, how fucking stupid are you? You're going to get stuck. It's going to go. He's oh, yeah, like, he's like <laughs> and at this point, I'm somewhere between being mad and this don't happen much. I've took shits on the side of the street and this didn't happen. I am embarrassed. Yeah. I am like at an all time high of embarrassment. I'm like, there's no way, dude. <laughs> so I just pull in my front yard and I hop out and I'm trying to play off the embarrassment. So I'm stomping into the house all pissed off. And I walk in and I call the HOA guy and I cuss him. He cusses me. And we cuss each other, dude. And I was like, I can't believe people are talking to me like this today. And But right as I'm walking up the driveway, he says, we're going to have to repave this whole fucking street because of you. I was like, oh, fuck, man. And sure enough, dude. Oh, dude. Listen, I look out the window. Dog, I shit you not, they were repaving the street later. And while they were repaving, they were just all staring at my house. They were just oh, all bro. pissed off. They were so fucking mad. I play um, golf with that particular city. I don't want to say where I live, but that particular city's code guy. He texted me and said, what the fuck did you do? I was like, nothing intentional. Like, they're painting this like I maliciously was out there crip walking in their fucking freshly paving <laughs> shit, flipping birds like, ha ha, bitch, and carving my name in the street like I was in fucking South Nashville still. Like, I didn't know. I was on my way to do some you're shit. You were trying to have a respectful afternoon. Dude, I had plans. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, like, all, we all did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, I had plans. I didn't know. I'm Like, in my mind, and especially in my hungover mind, I was like, there's no way they didn't pave this last night while I was asleep. Like there's, there's, it's, it's impossible right. to me without leaving that, a note on the door or anything or something. Yeah. And they were like, well, we sent an email and we got to the bottom of it. They emailed the previous owner, but he also said we stapled it leaving the neighborhood. I was like, dude, do you think when I leave the neighborhood, I'm trying to look for a fucking sheet of notebook paper that's telling me a lot of information on it? I'm in my car, dog. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. And when I'm pulling in, I'm normally just glad the police aren't behind me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm normally just like, whoo, 
Made it home safe again. Yeah. <laughs> Duck that bullet, Jim. Yeah, exactly. I'm not fucking looking for something that tells me you're going to shut my. Now, you know what's even worse? I was the only street in the neighborhood that got shut down. Oh, and my no. problem with that was in that same city, there is a pothole the size of me on the main street. Oh, I'm like, no. why are you in my neighborhood paving? And I just fucked a rim up on my wife's car yesterday. Oh, you no. got a fucking hole. I, I, dude, I'm like, it was the most. Anyways, I'm going to spend the rest of the day. Stop. The part I'm really embarrassed to say <laughs> is at 7.30, 7.45, I assume it's over. Uh, so I'm like, well, let me go catch GameStop before it closes. <laughs> I'm not making this up, y'all. I'm driving to the end of my street in my truck, and there's three security guards down there with the tape going, you're fucking kidding me. And I'm like... No. They're like, what in the fuck are you doing? I was like, I was like, I was like, it's like getting in a pool. Nobody pushed you out of your My mistake was I kept seeing a golf cart go up and down the street, right? So I was like, we're clear. I was like, dude, I seen the golf cart. She's like, because it's a golf cart. It's got grass tires and it weighs 87 fucking pounds. You're in a fucking half ton dually. You fucking asshole i'm like dude <laughs> fuck man she said you didn't leave a mark but just come on and go do what you got to do and park up here and oh i'll drive you to your god. house i was like what thank god you did. but listen i'm I almost took the video for you today <laughs> i was driving to the golf course this morning and no matter how much they repaved it yesterday there is clearly a set of golf cart tracks <laughs> that will forever live on that street because that's, of me hey, dude. That's, hey, that's legendary, like, you had the best perspective because i was having like the worst day ever you were like yeah, how about fuck you and your multi-million dollar problem? Why don't you smoke a fucking joint and chill? I'll see you tomorrow, bitch. I was like, yeah, yeah that's right. Life's pretty good. I, I, think, I think you sent me a voice memo or something, or you, I texted and read it to my yeah. wife. She's like, that dude knows what the fuck he's talking about. You need to chill. Because I was mad at everybody that's yesterday funny. because of that and shit. I, and dude. I wasn't even trying to press you on getting here. I didn't know. I, yeah. I was just hey, I text you, you like, hey, man. No, you. I text you like, Bubba. It's a long story, but my street got paved, and I'm like literally stuck in my house. You were like, "Oh, poor little you." Yeah. I was like, "You fucking yeah, suck." Yeah. Champagne problems. I fucking problems, hate I you. I hope you get drunk and fall. I hope you forget to eat again. That's what I hope. I hope you get drunk and forget to eat, and fucking, fucking your old lady hides the pizza from you. You fucking prick. Yeah, you know that's, that's the worst. That's the worst night ever. That's, that's hell. God. What's up, guys? It's Ern. I'm excited to announce this special edition. Just being earnest, Kongs have dropped. Get yours today. Cheers. Well, anyways, I'm glad you made it here today. Yeah, thank, um, you. thank you for letting me get that off my chest and not being mad about it. Boy, it was a stress. Wow, I was so pissed yesterday. I get it. I mean, so were they. Who had a, <laughs> who had, who had a worse day? You were the guys that had to pay your road twice. Well, in their defense, they got paid for the overtime, but they were. Oh, they did? I mean, I hope. Fuck, I'll pay them. God, I feel horrible. Yeah. I feel now that I'm like over it. I was just mad because you were mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, like, my I was thing was like, energy yeah, I was just like, hold on now. You're not like as wrong as I am here. Fuck you too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll deal with my own shitbaggery in the house when my wife's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, that, you said, I can't believe people are talking to me this way today. Like you didn't just drive <laughs> five hours of work. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Dude, and it was like, when I watched them do it the second time, I've never witnessed nobody do this because most people do it at night, like fucking normal construction yeah. crews. 
dude, it was like a tedious job, dog. It's like when you got to squeegee out water from something, uh, except for you're doing that with tar. It's not just yeah, like steamroller yeah, yeah, tar. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like one side. It was like a bunch of grown men out there sweating and fucking like <laughs> I felt so bad. And I was looking out the window to try to make friends and that was not happening, dog. <laughs> they were just cold eyes. Just looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Want to hit Want to hit? <laughs> yeah, they were so fucking mad dude dang yeah. well shit so uh nashville natives you and i we are the rare birds me and you talked about this when we were drinking the other day with a golf club in our hand yes i don't like to call club. it golfing. i'd yes. rather say we were drinking, drinking with some golf clubs. on a golf course yes <laughs> yes that's about right yeah just uh you know i've known who you are since probably junior high school and then i think we met in passing Back when you lived with Josh and them yep. back in the day. And then uh, just came back around in the last year or so and finally gotten to know you. And I, I mean, I love you to death. And it's just you, been bro. so cool to see, uh, you know, from a distance. Like I said the other day, you're on a streak now like you've never been on. And you've, you've been popping, but I feel like just maybe just the climate, the way everything is in social media. And you're popping, popping right now, Thank bro. You're you, having bro. a beautiful moment. And D- Ditto, by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah, but But sure. like... Damn, it's just cool to be from Nashville, and I'm, I'm speaking for both of us to be able to do what we're doing, and and prove that like you can come up here and you can do it, and it's going to take work, and it's probably going to take twice as much work because there's listen, yeah, dude, I don't mean to talk say to this, me about it. Don't take this wrong, but walking in here knowing that it was coming to see you was like I would have never wanted to come in this building a different way. Man. Like it's fucking earnest. Like it's a fucking <laughs> Nashville and it's a Tennessee and it's a fu- like, dude, when I talk to people, I'm like, yo, what y'all don't know about Ernie is <laughs> that boy got bars. That dude is not kind of a rapper. He doesn't <laughs> rap in his spare time. It's not a trait he has because he can rhyme words like country music singers can. <laughs> My dude is a rapper rapper. You Thank feel me? Man. I was like, so like to come in here was like. It wasn't like coming in, you know, respect to my Georgians, but we know that Georgia had a big run where they pretty much took over mm-hmm. music row. Yeah, sure. It was like, I was coming here for a fucking Tennessean. I was coming yeah, here for man. a straight Nashvilleian dog. That's And awesome. even back then, we, like, look, man, if a white dude was rapping in Nashville, I've known who he was for the last 20 years. So mm-hmm. I caught you as soon as you started coming on the scene with the snowship. Mm-hmm. It immediately was like... Dude, it's like I tell people, man, when it comes to hip-hop in Nashville, if a mouse pisses on cotton in that corner, I'll hear it. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I'm going to fucking know. You know what I mean? So it's like, to come in this building in particular, we're Big Loud, by the way. For those of y'all that don't know, this is fucking... Shout out Big Loud. And I brought some Big Loud. And I'm in this motherfucker like, dude, this is like... This couldn't have been a better feeling for me as a Nashville. You know, this is finally my first time. When I, I look back at this forever, and I'm like, man, I went the first time I went to Big Loud, I got drunk with Ernest because he was just making me drink tequila. I was, I was trying <laughs> I was forced to forced into yeah, two fucking, bottles. Yeah, of tequila. <laughs> I was like, I knew I was coming for you. One wasn't yeah. gonna do it, but I was like, God, I was trying to go have Bible study after this. And old Ern was like, No, I'm still can't. Shot. And we yeah, gonna talk about God. I'll go with you. Hey, 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 big fella. Spring is on the way, which means long days with sunlight, which means more opportunities to be hanging with friends outside doing some grilling or hanging by a fire. And if you're like me, those good times may turn a little too good, make for a rough morning. Things changed when I found goodies hangover powder. I can still have as much fun as I want at night with my friends, knowing that goodies hangover powder has my back in the morning to get me on my feet and feel an alert. Goodies makes it super easy for me. 
I simply have to pour the powder in a glass of water, throw it back, and boom, fast pain relief's on the way. Goodies has hooked all of my listeners up with a discount code that you can use on Amazon. Use one off Ernest for a discount on six packages. But no, it's been a good year, man. I think you and I both are a couple of guys who can say that we made the most of COVID. Oh, for sure. Right. And sure. I know it was a rough year for a lot of people. So I don't like saying that because I don't want it to come Same. off wrong. But it was like we made it a point intentionally to be like, yeah, you know what, though, man, I want to figure this shit out. You know, right. Yeah, and and just um, the beginning of of quarantine forced me to just, I mean, and everybody, it forced everybody to stop. But, like, I kind of just had two or three weeks where I've just felt like I retired completely. I was like, all right, well, let's just pretend I don't do music anymore. And that's when we started gardening and all that. And then, like, as soon as I felt... some mighty hippie shit of you and the whole lady to do, by the way. Oh, yeah. We we should grow maters. We just sit out there. She is a hippie's hippie. She just sit out there, grow plants and smoke weed. Yeah. Like, she'll literally just go lay out in the garden. The dogs will lay down with her. She's out there getting high. Now she's pregnant. She's not. She cannot wait to get high again. (laughs) But, um... But no, dude, when, whenever I felt re-inspired to just go back at it, whatever that was, whether it was just writing songs, like social media became a huge part of both of our things over the, over the last year. And like, I've been dabbling with trying to, like I was trying to create viral moments. You can't really force that, but like the brand has started making sense and resonating with people. And like, I love hearing you guys add earn into words, like without me having to you know, officer, and then there's some bad attempts at it too. Yeah, but for let's sure. Just say, let's yeah. just say, if I don't like your comment, it probably sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the worst. There's some really ever. bad ones. Yeah. There's somebody would be like Jelly Rern. It's like, <laughs> oh, you don't fucking get it. Oh, you don't get it at all. You're wearing a platter shirt. It's like, oh, oh, Ooh, so, so good. <laughs> yeah, very good. Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Throw urn with anything. You have some teeth urn. Yeah. It's like, dude. You don't know how to fucking do. You don't know how to do, get the fuck. Hey, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah, man, great, great, great year. But social media has been social media has been uh, my best friend for growing the brand, yeah. and and it's you too. I mean, you kill it on socials. You, you, I think people get to see you in a light that was needed for you, right? It was like like you are um, a very eclectic individual, right? Yes. So it's like. Since it wasn't as cookie cutter, like, this is what I love about what y'all are doing. And I told this to Austin the other day. I think that's who I play golf with. The guy yeah. we talked yeah, right yeah, yeah. So I told this, him, I was like, look, man, these guys are finally doing something different and cool. You know, it's not like your standard, like, I got a truck, I got a dog, and I love my old lady. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like something totally different, yeah. like... Like when Hardy wears them fucking weird ass fucking almost Hawaiian looking button down shirts he wears on stage yeah. sometimes. Like that's fucking awesome. And now he's wearing like metal band shirts. I love that, dude. I love yeah. that every time you see him, he's like, no, nah, I just love metal music. So yeah. I'm going to wear a fucking, you know, Marilyn Manson shirt on, st- on stage. Yeah. You know, it's like while promoting my Hicks tape record. You know exactly. what I'm saying? It's like, but that's real, though. Yeah. We live in a time where, dude, I remember an era where if you wore a fucking Eminem shirt. You could not wear a Morgan Wallen shirt. 
Right. Right. High, back then, with Morgan Wallen back then would have been, I don't know, Tracy Lawrence, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you couldn't die nah, Morgan, never mind, way bigger than Tracy. But yeah. like, whatever. You but get what yes, I'm saying? Yes. The same general idea. Like, you couldn't wear a Garth Brooks shirt and an Eminem shirt. Yeah. And where it's like, now you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. 100. And y'all are the beginning of that coming to life in physical form and musically, mm. right? It's why whenever I hear the Wasted on You record and that big 808 drops at the hook, I'm like, God damn it, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the fuck I'm talking about right mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? That's why whenever I see you commenting back to your rap roots or fucking when I see you with your aviators on and a fucking T-shirt and your boots and a fucking trucker hat, I'm like, this fucking guy. You same, know what I mean? Same guy. Yeah, same dude, though, right? Yeah. It's like, <clears throat> to me, that's all encompassing of like the same dude that I watched on the beach like stomach out you were like crispy red lobster burnt yeah smoking a joint dancing to like maybe the worst song ever <laughs> yeah. and it was like mood and it i was like that's direction. a mood i was like yeah no i totally get that yeah. you know and it's like back then people would have been like that can't be the same guy who did that one song about that or wrote that one song and it's yeah. not like that no more right so like just being earnest and shit like this has given given people a platform like yourself to be like yo look y'all i speak for the new era of motherfucker Yep. And that's what I think's dope. I said this the other day and it was a real compliment, but I've said it behind y'all's back. Y'all are the closest thing to the real outlaw movement that happened since the 70s. Wow. And it wasn't intentional, right? Like y'all wasn't out here. And it's not outlaw in the aspect of like, you know, fucking doing crazy shit, even though clearly some of that's happened. Right. right. It's like it's more outlaw in the sense of y'all's whole depiction of being like, yo, man. We're fucking a bunch of homies that write songs together and we work with each other and we feature each other on each other's shit. We lift each other up and we're also going completely against the grain and everything else that's ever happened in Nashville music history. Yeah. Since the 70s, nothing has happened like the moment y'all have had the last two or three years bubbling that I think came to fruition in a real way in 2020. And I think 2021, whenever y'all get to take that shit show on the road together, Mm. is going to explode into a whole different thing. Yeah. That shit, this shit will be, con- I promise you, dog. through a wall right now. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, Bubba. I think in 20 years, people will look back and cite this moment. Like I said on Bussin' with the boys, no free shout outs. But like no I said on, <laughs> like on Bussin', I was like, there'll be a day where people will look at the Jelly Roll deal and be like, yo, man, that deal changed the climate of how deals are done, yeah. right? There will be a day where people will look back and be like, man, we want to do that shit Morgan, Earn, and Hardy did. Yo, we want to do that shit they were doing at Big Loud. Yo, we want to figure out, like, literally, labels here will reference that. There will be new presidents of, like, big labels, like fucking these fucking people that are pillaging their village, right? Mm -hmm. We'll come together and be like, man, we need to do something like they did over there. We need to create that moment again. That will happen in 20 years, dog, and you'll be even fatter and sitting somewhere smoking a big hoop, (laughs) big doobie, your fucking... Tanner. Yeah, your fucking... Your your last kid will be on the way to college, and you'll be like, yeah, whatever, ha ha, we did that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I said it's the Ten Penny dog. I, nothing makes me smile more than watching you and Ten Penny smoke weed on Instagram. Oh yeah, I'm just like, dude, could you imagine a 1990s or early 2000s oh, yeah. country artist like their label would shit themselves? Oh god, they would literally call like they just raped a child. Yeah, like take yeah. it off right now. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? You gotta it's go like, with the weed. Yeah, and it's like a totally different thing. You know, I I, I think uh, it it took it took a few years for me specifically to be as genuine as I am now. And I mean, that's just part of growing up and, and each artist, you know, goes through cycles of rediscovering yourself or reincarnation into a new 
whoever you are. Right. But um, yeah, in the last two years, like I am my most comfortable self when I when I go to write, when I step on a microphone, when I go to sing. Um, that's what I love about doing this podcast because I think it does open up myself a little bit more like you people you can get an idea who i am on instagram but like you listen to this podcast this is me if, i mean if we're sitting at a bar right now this is our conversation this is literally yeah so we've regurgitated some shit we just talked about the other some shit we knew was so good we're like let's just wait till we get on the podcast yeah 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 and and um and you're such a great person to have on because you you are a uh you're a wizard of knowledge especially music and you've you've made every dime independent doing it and that's almost not even an option in country music just because of how, I mean, also I wouldn't want to be anywhere. Like you're talking about big loud dude, Seth England and Craig, Joey Moy, uh, you know, they, they set the standard in Nashville for sure. And Seth has been that way. He's a savage dude. You know what they do? And I don't even know these guys, but I'll tell you what I see from the outside. They let the inmates run the asylum, hmm. Right. And I think that's so important in music. Like, they didn't let the art get lost. They were like, you know what? Whatever the fuck you want to do. That's yes. what the fuck you want to do. Fucking do it, man. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, if that's where you're at with it and that's how you feel as an artist, like, rock it. Yep. You yeah. Know? And to me, that's just so much more powerful than that's an important moment. And and here's the good, the good news. The deal structures will change by default. Mm. Right? Like, it's coming. Sure. You know, I don't, I don't, there's some stuff I don't want to say because I respect where you're at in your career. Well, but you know, I, can, I, is, can I be just real honest? honest? Okay. So I think, the, I think the country radio is a dying horse, right? Yeah. I feel like we're watching that horse run. It's, you know, you may or may not agree and you shouldn't agree right now. You probably shouldn't agree, but I believe it's running its last couple of Kentucky derbies, mm -hmm. right? We're all cheering like, oh, okay, cool. But I think a moment will come where Soccer moms will respectfully be the only people who know what's happening on country radio. Mm -hmm. And then it'll go into the full-blown streaming world. And then we're, I'm anxious to see where the playlists land from there, right? But with that, the deals will change. Sure. Because yeah. guys like you are developing, you know, obviously with the help of Big Loud, but you're developing yourself, mm -hmm. right? So it's like, uh, I thought I seen Liz Rose in the parking lot, right? Mm -hmm. Um She's got the the uh, villain song, Lily right? Rose. Lily Rose, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Liz Rose is a publishing house. Yeah. 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 Whatever. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't know. I'm not on the street <laughs> yeah. very much. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm allowed here right now. Yeah. This is a big <laughs> deal. I'm actually on. I'm actually a, for first time ever welcomed on Music Row. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I was actually invited here. Hey, Normally, I'm driving. You're always by. welcome here. <laughs> yeah. 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 You got a big loud family yeah. here. <laughs> so it's like, but yeah, Lily, Lily Rose. But it's like her. It's, it's somebody else I've watched like do it the new way. Mm-hmm. Like, before I heard the villain record, I seen her on, I think, TikTok, just, like, singing into her fucking camera phone. Mm -hmm. That's the new wave. Like, this is, and because of that, maybe not now, but in the future, deal structures will change because of this. They're starting to. Right? Sure. They're going to have to, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's no choice. It's like, and that's coming around, but it all was pioneered by the art y'all are putting out now. Unfortunately, to some degree, y'all are like, you know, whoever goes first doesn't always have it best. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they always say that there's a dude that has to walk through the fucking forest with a machete and carve a path, and everybody else gets just pranced through that some bitch drunk. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're on the front line of people who's having to walk with the machete right now. Yeah. Right? But there is a group of people who will remember that forever that will usher in behind you and just lollygag through the fucking forest. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, ooh, look, we should go that way. It's wide open. Mm-hmm. Look, <laughs> clear, clearly they cleared a path. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, paved, nobody. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> the road is paved. Yeah. It's Good callback. Good callback. I hope your chair breaks, bitch. (laughs) 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 Somebody's will. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It might be my. This chair used to have a foot thing. I was scared, by the way. I seen, uh, was it Lanny sitting in here the other day? I was talking about not fucking a cousin. Okay, good. I was worried because the chair (laughs) she was in, I was like, I don't know, man. That might not be my chair. I walked walked in here and had your back immediately. I was like, we gotta get another chair for Jelly. I was like, yes. I don't even want to have to have him have that conversation. Yeah. I just want a chair for Jelly. He can I just know. Sit that's, in. Why, that's why I brought it up. I was like, man, I was in there a little nervous. Like, I'm going to either break that chair or look like I'm levitating. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna. Hey, just we just stand like up and fucking, do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm just <laughs> fucking stand up. Fucking just stand up on the bar. <laughs> hey, by the way, if you ever want to hit this fan, I can turn it your way. No, I'm actually okay. My good news. <laughs> Listen, this is the opposite of the last podcast I did where it was 112 degrees hey, the bus and I was gets hot, bro. listen I took a picture with Will after and I stuck my tongue out for whatever drunk reason and my <laughs> tongue looked like it desperately needed you look like a dog that ain't had water just a tablespoon of water it just needed a piece of ice it was in horrible shape, dude. And they lit me up in the comments. It was like, does that dude not brush his teeth or take care of his... <laughs> no, <laughs> does he no. have no oral care? I was like, no, I just drank a half a bottle of tequila by myself on a 112-degree bus with two professional athletes who was just sitting there like, better in the sauna. <laughs> and I was in there like, fuck this, dude. Man, uh, we were smoking the other day, and uh, so a girl, she like... I guess it was just cotton mouth, but it, and I was high, so everything was intensified, and I could just hear like her lips <laughs> smacking in between every comment, dude. Oh, sounded like Velcro. Yeah, and, and, like, <laughs> and I just didn't have the heart to be like, you could use some water. <laughs> you know, like, that's where you just got to pass my place. them out. That's <laughs> where you just got to pass the water out. My I wondered if y'all had water here, but I see y'all got them fancy drinks. What are them called? Lacroze. Lacroze. Okay, I said it right. No, you didn't. I was just. Oh, no, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I thought I had it right. Is it look? La- what is it? Lacroix. Okay, whatever. LaCroix. Yeah. <laughs> How do y'all get those here, but not a bag of potato chips? That's hey, what I'm trying because, to figure because out. Because nobody's even been here for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> There's cobwebs Listen, around the corner. No wonder you've got like half a office outside of your office right now. Yeah, this used to be my studio. Then we set up for the podcast, and I just took everything out. And I keep saying I'm going to take it home, but kind of like it in the home. Yeah. That's kind of... Just part of the set. No, dude, I'm proud to be an independent artist, though, man. It's something I take pride in. I used to be a little more bitter about it. Like, not bitter, but like, you know, like, there was this moment of like, at some point in time, I tell people all the time that, you know, you want respect from your peers, too. Yes. And getting in situations is a is a is a sign of that, right? So it's like it's like a, a fence post to say, "Hey, man, this is you know, this is we we appreciate what you're doing," mm. you know. And I just I couldn't get it nowhere, man. And it's like life is so weird in the aspect of at a time in my life where I wouldn't even consider a deal. I think we've got like eight of them. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just sitting there, just like Funny how that works. You know, I was I was talking to my buddy in prison yesterday, and my buddy was like, "Man, what's it like out there?" And I was like, "You know, it's weird, man." Like, I go places and get free food, man. And it's like, there was like a 10-year stretch of my life that my fat ass could have really used that free food, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, really, really, really. I might be skinnier if some of these steakhouses (laughs) that are comping my meals now would have comped them back then. But I was having to go get three double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, a McChicken, a large fry, and a Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, now you're just like, I was like, it's funny, man, that when you start like... When companies are like, we'd love to send you some free flannels. You're man. like, fuck you, man. Hey, I, say I it wore all the one time. flannel on a whole tour one time. Now I can buy my own That's flannel. It. I don't want your fucking free flannel. I say all the time, <laughs> get, get rich and never pay for anything again. <laughs> it's fucking, it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing, but it's like is that, that called capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's the same sure. thing with like deals, you know, like you never think you're ever going to get a deal. And then when you're at a point where there's pretty much not a deal on earth that would make sense. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to give you a deal. Mm-hmm. And then now you got the leverage. You can make it make sense if you if you want to. If you want. But the problem is making it make sense for me is like, this would be the first time I ever even talked about this publicly. But it's like some real private talk. But we're being honest. Damn right. I am now in a space where I have to make a conscious decision where what do I really want? Mm-hmm. Do I want to continue to make the kind of music I'm making and helping people and financial security. Right. Or do I want to swing for the big bat? You know, do I want to go mainstream? Do I want to attempt? And I fear that the message would be compromised Mm. to some degree. Right. Cause even with creative freedom, right. You know, I know that there would have to be some changes of things that would have to go along the way to, There'd be other people that would have to also agree that this would be the song. Yeah. As, as exactly. opposed to you. Well, right now, me. it's like it's in my spirit. I'm like, I love this song. I got to put exactly. it Exactly. So it's like, now I have to make that decision. And to me, it's a clear decision, man. You know, it's like, I'm just not interested. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'd rather just, you know, I'm, I'm totally cool with what I'm doing, man. I'm happy. It's working. I'm closer to being like happy, happy than I've ever been. Yeah. Like I've been a like I'm a funny guy, a jovial big fella, but I have been a sad soul my whole life. That's yeah. where the music reflects, right? Sure. So it's like I'm finally at a point where I'm like, all right, this is like okay. Like life is actually you said it yesterday when you said it, I laughed in that text, read it to my wife, and I was like, That's real though. Mm. Like what a great place to be. Like, fuck that road. Let it be paid for four I'll go out there and dance in that motherfucker right now. Yeah. That to repave it again. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's like Yeah. You know, it's like I'm finding that place. So it's like, I don't even know if I want to chase it. And I get to do shit on my terms. Yeah. You're in that beautiful space too, Bubba. You know, it's like you're not having to go out here and fucking open up for an artist you hate. Right. Because you need the look. Yeah. You're like, you can go out and do shows with your homie if you want to. But if you don't want to, who gives a fuck? You can sit right here and fucking keep making my music. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. like. That's true. Yeah. It's like such a cool space to be where I don't want to ever be in a situation where it's like. I'm not. I watch these dudes get so big that it becomes such a machine that their life is scheduled for them. Yeah. Could you imagine like looking at your calendar in the morning, not remember what you're supposed to do and then not having the right to blow it? Yeah. Yeah. What if I just want to get drunk today? What if I just wake up today and go, eh, I don't feel like doing none of that shit. I'm just going to go get tanked. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I was out on the golf course with that label guy today. But when you text me at 3.30, I was like, that's the freedom I like. You sitting over here probably fucking with a song or something. You're like, you know what? Going to losers. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking. Yeah. Same what the fuck I feel like doing right now. That's what I'm going to fucking go do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't ever want to get into a situation where me signing something, I lose that ability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I love that it's like, I'll never do nothing. I'll never, like, I'll take Halloween off the rest of my life. Mm. There's no amount of money you could throw me to do a Halloween thing. There's no label that can convince me. No, really, it's a great night for you to do the Ed Sullivan show or whoever that whoever the new Ed Sullivan is, right? I wouldn't know because <laughs> I don't watch Sullivan. TV. Right, right, yeah. Did he die? Is he dead? I don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> but it's like whoever has the Ed Sullivan show now, right? Whoever yeah. that dude is. I don't know. Would yeah. it be Fallon or Kimmel? Yeah, it'd be Jimmy Kimmel probably. Right? Sullivan died in 1974. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I'm way off. He's dead. But dead yeah, Sullivan. like whoever has that show now, right? It's like, no, but Halloween's the night, you know, whatever. I'll never miss Halloween. I'll, you know, as long as like it's my favorite fucking holiday, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah, like right. I'm not fucking. There's no amount of money or nothing you can like. And I watch. I don't know, man. I'm just like, I'd rather do what the fuck I want to do, man. Man, happiness is just. Why would there's no amount of money that would take you away from being happy? Period. And, and I mean, uh, you know, when we got to work in the studio on on that record, and what a blast, by the way. That was. I, when you asked me to do that, there was no way I was saying no to that. No, like, it was so awesome. Hell man. yes, I'm going to make a record with Jelly yeah. Roll. Yeah, you showed up fucked up. It was awesome. Yeah. It was the way I wanted a song to be written with Earn. I didn't want to do it at 10 o'clock in the morning. We're all in here yawning like, okay, here's an idea. I got a riff. You, I mean, you showed up tanked. We were tanked. It was the last turn session. Turn that beat had. on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn you know, I was bragging about you today on the golf course. I was like, man, that dude has got that energy that's like. You need to stop doing that because that, <laughs> now I got to live up to it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, this dude has got like, I've never seen nobody just become a human jukebox that fast. Mm. <laughs> it's just like, well, you know, like, and like just watching you, it's like remnants of like how you would watch, except for you do it out loud, but it's like how you would watch Jay-Z walk around in the corner by himself. And then he'd come up with a verse. Mm. Like for me, it was watching you do that when you were just like, what about this one? Let's try that. And you were just doing it so fast. Almost like you forgot everybody else was even in the room. Yeah. You were just like, this is, oh, no, no, that's the one for sure. No, that's the one. No, no, I'll go back to that. Like, and we were all staring at you like, yep, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you agree. We agreed. <laughs> we were going to stop you, but you stopped yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just learned with you. It's like, just turn the notes on on the phone and set it down. And Ernest is finna do the fucking Ernest thing. Yeah. I, and like, I'm just, I'm lucky that I'm able to do that because I know, I know that's a God given gift or whatever of just freestyling. But I was saying that to say, Getting into the lyrics of the music you're making and like, um, you know, save me and and just what you stand for for people when talking about being a sad boy and all that shit. Like, motherfuckers, be sad out here and happy looking motherfuckers. The funnier you are, better chances you're sad on the inside. And I'm a fucking comedian too, so I get it. You know, it's right. like life ain't always sweet, and we do have demons, but like, it is super important to recognize the minor successes and like moments like like yesterday or just like just little moments when you can just ah, and look right. around and like this is my life right now versus a and b in it with the time in your life when it might be your last day right right and that that thank god for music i don't care what genre thank god for music thank god for uh you know people that make it so that I could listen to it and it got me out of hard times. Thank God for giving me songs to write that somebody else can hear. And like when shows come back, bro, and motherfuckers really get to have a night out with their people they love and go like, you know, the shit we write songs about, baby, let me take you out and let's go have a night and go turn up at a concert. Oh, dude. 
I just got chills thinking about it. Like it is so much bigger than music. Right. It really do be saving lives. Oh, like legit. Yeah, and yeah. it's a you know blessing. what inspired me to do that, man. We were talking. You were talking about how you've been like a sad writing song because you've been inspired by things. Mm-hmm. My mother always told me that when she dies, she wants me to play Bette Midler "The Rose" at her funeral. She's told me that since I was a child, right? Mm. To this day, I cannot listen to "The Rose" and not cry. Yep. Right. You know, and she's alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like it immediately evokes the same emotion in me. I can imagine her sitting at our kitchen table. In a nightgown, or they call him a moo right? Mm-hmm. Smoking a cigarette with her eyes closed, singing the words to that song while it's playing on the radio. Right? I can see that visually in my head, and it takes me to that spot mm-hmm. every fucking time. You yeah. know, I tell people the greatest gift we have as a musician is we have the ability to help you and how you feel and change your life for three minutes. Mm-hmm. We got three minutes to make shit right. We got three minutes to help you cope. We got three minutes to make you smile. We got three minutes to make you reflect. Mm. We got three minutes to make you think. We got three minutes to make you happy. Yeah. We got three minutes to make you dance. Mm-hmm. I got three minutes to either get in the front seat of your car when you're crying and fucking cry with you. Or get in the front seat of your car and make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Or get in the front seat of your car and make you go, you know what? Fuck it. It's not that bad. I'm a jam. Or get to get in the front seat of your car. And sometimes I, I need to fill the void of something for you to cry too. Yeah. Sometimes I need to be that soundtrack. And I understand the importance of that need. I understand how important it is for me to be the guy who thinks, man, what can I help you with for them three minutes? And sometimes in three minutes, turn to 30, mm-hmm. turn to two, three hours. I don't know about you, but I'm a classic dude yes. for turning a song on yeah. and looping that some bitch. Oh, yeah. And just riding and blowing one and reflecting on my whole life to one song for yes. hours at a time. I have go-to songs. You have yeah. any go-to songs? Oh, yeah. What are yours? I'll give you my first while you think Stop about This it. Train, John Mayer. Okay. Um, If I Had, Eminem. Yes. Oh God! Mine is one of the if biggest I had ones. A is bucks if uh against the wind by Bob Seger. Running against the wind, right? Like it immediately wow. makes me reflect on my whole life and career. You know what I'm saying? Like I hear that song and just get lost. Mm-hmm. And if I'm having a bad day, I can loop it. Kid rocks only God knows why. Oh yeah, I can listen to that song on repeat for hours during certain moments of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's certain songs that just immediately take me back to a place or put me somewhere that I need to be for a moment. You know yep. what I'm saying? And those are the records for me that I think of. I can, I can sit here and ramble off these records right. for hours of songs that have meant so much to me. And I always just wanted to write a song that meant that much to somebody else. Man, that's, that's why music's magic. And, and you can't, you can't predict which song is for sure going to be that. But like one thing you can always control is just put that on it and it'll, somebody will see it as a mirror. Right. You know, when a song's a mirror, it's a good thing. You can listen to it and you just, it's you there. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, I love it when people tell me at meet and greets are like, dude, I feel like you wrote my life story. You know what I'm like, dude. And my reality now is I wrote our life story. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I feel 
I think what changed my moment, my turning point in my career was when I realized there was a million motherfuckers just like me. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that, it was like empowering. Mm-hmm. It was like, ha, ah, okay. There are people like me to actually, because, you know, sometimes you'd be so fucked up in your thoughts. You'd be like, nobody thinks like this. Yeah. Nobody would fucking put your phone rattling, by the way. Mm -hmm. Nobody is thinking like, man, this is like, this dude feels the way I feel. You know what I mean? Like, I used to have moments where I was like, dude, like, save me all these records. Same asshole all the way back to riding all alone. You're probably old enough to remember that, right? Yep. It's like. I'll never forget people being like, ah, put out the other Trap House record because I just put out Trap House. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, nah, like, nah, we didn't put out Riding All Alone. I just, like, I knew there was a voice for that. This was long before Sad Boy was popular. This was like, I, God rest his soul, but like before peeping them, yeah, like right. really like pop culturalized it. You know right, what I mean? Right, it was right. like, this was way back then. Right. And I was like, man, this is just, I want to make music for the forgotten. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to write those songs for those people that that need it as bad as I needed to say it. You know, they needed to hear it as bad. Because, listen, man, sometimes I'm working out my own shit in these songs. Yeah. Sometimes I'm thinking about you. Sometimes I'm closing my eyes and I'm imagining these people I've met at meet and greets. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, ah, what, 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 what can help them? But sometimes I'm just in there working out some jelly roll shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some yeah. days I'm just having a bad fucking day and I'm in there working out some jelly roll shit, man. Yeah. You know, got I got, to. dude, I got so many songs that were like, just, I got songs now. I got a record called, I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's got a record called Sober on the new record, right? And it's my favorite song on the record. And I just got convinced to make it one of our first few songs to put out because I was like, I don't even know if I'll even put this on the album. It was so like, it was just for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I felt so fucked up even. I I wanted to be conscious of the message I was portraying with the song. Right. And it was so personal. I was like, I don't want to fuck nobody up with this, though, because I know my music helps the recovery community. But it's my personal demon. Mm-hmm. Right. Where in the song I go, uh, uh, I woke up this morning a little hungover. Shit has differences. I got so uh, older. Still feel this old chip on my shoulder. The stubborn side of me will never get sober. Hmm. And it was like, I didn't want to like portray Damn. the message of like, I'll never get sober. But it was like, I don't yes. think I will. Yeah. Me and my wife were talking about it, like having a real heart to heart the other night. She was like, you know, where are you at with your drinking? I was like, I'll die drinking. Like, I don't think I'll ever. Like, but like so I'm not sipping codeine no more or snorting right. a fucking bunch of coke. Now I just occasionally snort coke. Yeah. I used to always snort coke. You know yeah, yeah. I used to, I used to. Progress, never, baby. Yeah, Progress. Yeah, I used to, she, she has the best joke. She's like, when I met my husband, he was a full-blown drug addict. Now he's just an alcoholic. We're doing great. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, we are actually. That's big we got progress. rid of all the hard shit. Yeah, we fucking, we've crushed it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're fucking doing you great. Clean? Well, I'm yeah, cleaner. I'm clean-ish. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like fucking, you should have seen me. Yeah. My drug of choice used to be more. Yeah. Now my drug of choice is, what do you got? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a big difference. That's hilarious. My drug of choice used to be like, oh, let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it's like, I don't know, maybe I, don't, yeah. I know you. Yeah. You know, and also the fact that. I got a tea time. <laughs> it's like I kind of got shit to do, so what, yeah. what do you really got? Yeah. Shrooms have helped a lot too, man. You shroom? Oh, yeah. We yeah we talk about this in podcasts. I, li- I like microdosing a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a good trip every now and then never hurt anybody, but yeah. I like, I, I, w- I like, hey. I don't stutter as much as I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know where that was. I, uh, I, yeah, I, like it, uh, I like mushrooms. When's the last time you tripped some acid? I haven't tripped acid in probably five or six years. Don't do? 
No. <laughs> you know, you know, though, you know, when you just don't need yeah. to again. Yeah. That's me. But okay. I'll, mushrooms, I'm a go. Yeah. Acid, too electric for me, like, is the best way to describe it. Maybe I just had super speedy acid the last one I took. Yeah. But, like, mushrooms to me are just way cleaner. Cleaner. And I feel like you can kind of realign yourself with that you can get focused yes. like if acid, it does start you're on, the, if, you're on yeah, the ride you can't go that's the only thing i like about acid right is my problem when i was a real drug addict was i liked the drugs that once you did them you had no more control like i love it when it's like here we go you know what i'm saying <laughs> like to me then acid was always good for like you can't like if i get on shrooms i can do like a few grams and no matter if the trip starts going sideways, I can be like, okay, hold on, hold on. Yes, right. Yeah, I mean, right. you know what? I'm gonna take my shoes off and go stand in the grass. Yes, you know what I'm saying? I like, I'm gonna like, yeah, I'm gonna get myself back grounded yes. here. This trip's gonna be great. You yes. know, where I'm on acid, there's no control. I don't know where this is going. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. Yeah. I must warn you. Blind bowling. Yeah, it's for sure. Oh. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> I might hit a strike. I might hit the person next to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You like, might be I turned around know. and hit the motherfucker yeah. selling shoes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's hey, like something's going to happen. I'm just on acid, dude. I don't know. Yeah. My wife will tell me. She'll hang out with me when I trip shrooms. But as soon as I get on some acid, she's like, I love you. I'll see you in 14 hours. Yeah. I'm like, yep. Let you know how yeah. it lands. I, hope, I hope you do. Yeah, for sure. Dude, I hope I come back down. I did mushrooms before we bowled one time, and bowling alleys just nope. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> like, no. Everything was fine. Let me walk. You didn't do it like during the night, did you? Like when they have the like whatever it is. No, like no, no. This is like okay. daytime. Right. Daytime, we were just like, you know, now we need an activity, so let's take a walk. And then there was like a strip mall with a bowling alley in it. And we we're like, let's go bowl. And like the second we went in there, it's just the lighting was bad. It was an older vibe. It's like, you know, cigarettes. It was like everything was gross. Like, oh, no, these balls have not been washed. Oh, like, yeah. No, shoes, no, sure. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. I go in there you and like, I rolled, I rolled two balls. Yeah. It was like oddly quiet. And so everything sounded. And I was like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> went outside, smoked a joint, went back to the bus. I was like, never bowling again. Yeah. <laughs> was, you, was you drinking? Uh, I'm sure. See, that's my thing. <laughs> sure I will not drink and trip. Oh, yeah. It, that's what fucks me up because my trip's unstable. Trying to out drink the trip. Yeah, it's like or I'm, tr you know, it's like or I'm trying to out trip the drink sometimes. Like whatever, I'm yeah, fucked. I'm sure. just not in the right space. I have to be like clear minded and be like, you know what, I'm tripping. Like, you I'm smoke only weed when you're tripping. tripping though, right? Sometimes, but sometimes I'm just like, nah, I just want to trip. You know wow. what I mean? Like, I just like, if I'm really, if I'm microdosing, I'll do whatever. But it's yeah. like, if I'm like taking three or three and a half, four grams, if I'm trying to take the journey, I like to just like zero in on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the anxiety of the come up is where I have to be smoking. The last time I did acid was, I can't remember if it was the Gathering of the Juggalos or on the Yellow Wolf Tour, but both were great I kinda, experiences. I kind of don't know which one I hope it was more. Yeah. <laughs> well, we had an off day. I don't know if I ever told this story on camera, but we had an off day in Salt Lake City, Utah. You played there yet? Yeah. You've been to Salt Lake City? You've been to Salt Lake City? So the whole town shuts down at nine, period. Nine or 10 o'clock, like it's a super morning town. I was on town. an elevator with Andrew Schultz in Salt Lake City. That's where it was. Really? Yeah. And we didn't know each other. And I was playing, opening for Chris Lane. And I was on the elevator. I was like, how do I know that fucking guy? How do I know that fucking guy? And he's, then, like, he was on my For You page 10 minutes later. I was like, yeah. God, it was Andy. He's the fucking dude. He <laughs> Fuck, is, I should have said something. He is the goat, by the way. Yeah. He is literally one of the best dudes I've ever hung out with. But uh, we were in Salt Lake City. And the, the shit closes at like, I don't know, like 10 o'clock or some shit. 
So I woke up that morning. It was our day off. I discovered the bird scooter. Oh, yeah. So me and my buddy, this was a couple years back, me and my buddy took like three, four grams of mushrooms apiece, right? And we still had a quarter of mushrooms. So we was like, all right, fuck yeah, that's what we're going to do tonight. It was like probably two, three o'clock in the afternoon. I had a water bottle that I got from Denver the night before that a dude had put like 15 hits of acid in like a liter bottle of smart yeah, diluted microdose. You could probably put it in a sprayer if you need. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But he just dropped, 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 oh, dropped, 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 like 15 hits. So I was like, okay, there's 15 hits of acid in this. So my mushroom tripping self tried to draw off 15 lines on the bottle, right? So I could be a little conscious of where I was. And as we were tripping, I was like, you know, cook up Miles Cub. Yeah, dude. So the best person I've ever tripped I'm sick with. of this shit. Yeah, he was so fucking, I fucking did listen. So Cub pulls up on me and I'm lit on a scooter on shrooms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just having the best day of my life in Salt Lake City. I went to you meet Yellow Wolf at this bar, dog, and he was at like this super fancy bar. <laughs> and I walked in tripping shrooms so hard that I was like bumping into shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I had no like understanding of my size. Right, right, so right. I was like hitting everything. I was like a pinball walking through. I think I hit every table on the way. <laughs> and I got there and I looked at You're Yellow. Just a soul moving and Yellow along. looked at me and it was like a nice bar. And I looked at Struggle and looked back at Yellow and said, I shouldn't be here. And I just walked back out the door. So I meet up with Cub and I'm like, Cub, listen, Cub has never tripped, right? Such a tripping story. <laughs> shouldn't be here. Dude, abort, abort. I get back on the scooter with Boston, right? And we pull up to Cub and I'm like, hey, Bubba, I got some magic water. And you know, Cub is willing to do whatever. Yeah. So Cub's like, tell me about this magic water jelly. <laughs> I was like, trust me, this is great. I was like, look, you see the little line? Just drink to the line. <laughs> oh, no. So, oh, Cub, no. so Cub sips it. I take a sip. Now, keep in mind, I'm tripping. Shrooms. You're already tripping. I'm already tripping. Boston sips. We give. <laughs> we give. We give his whole crew. We're all tripping. At this point, we've like picked up a stranger. Was this 4 He's tripping. Oh, it was like 5.30, yeah. right? It was like 5.30. We've somehow now got a tag along that I met on the bird scooter. It was like, join us on our journey, my friend. And I'm like, here, drink the magic water. And the best part is nobody's asked me what's in the magic water, yeah, right? I love that. I'm a good I think, friend. <laughs> I think Cub thinks he's taking like Molly or something. Yeah. That was his shit. Wrong. So he's like, yeah, Cub starts going, ooh, jelly? <laughs> I said, what's up, cook up? He said, uh... I feel I feel really good, Jelly. I said, "Oh yeah, it's gonna get real silly." It's like six thirty-seven. We're tripping now. We're starting. To oh like, yeah, and it's getting dark. Oh dude, we're we're going up the escalator, oh, right? Man. And I feel it happening. I'm like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." We're all on bird scooters. One bird scooter would die. We go find another bird scooter. <laughs> I don't know the town shuts down at ten. So at like ten fifteen, I'm like, you know, I'm getting to where I'm going. I'm not far away. I'm probably two hours away from full-blown peaking. Mm-hmm. And I, I I feel like I was already peaking on the shrooms. So I was tripping, tripping, cubs tripping. <laughs> and the bird scooter dude's chasing us around town with his truck trying to make us give him this bird scooter before it dies. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And they took and dude, we walked around downtown Salt Lake City. With nothing. With The whole city was closed, dog. And just, you could hear us. Yellow Wolf and Struggle said they could hear us from the hotel balcony. Seven, eight, ten streets over, cackling. <laughs> we end up getting in Cook Up's van. We end up driving around. 
I ended up driving Cook up off. He was so funny that night. And we ended up, I, I, I didn't know what was, I, I text my wife like panicking at like four in the morning. I was like, I'm not coming down. I was like, I am tripping hard. I am laying in the bed. And my skin is now crawling and it's hot. It's cold. She was like, you got to go eat. When's the last time you ate? I was like, I don't know. Yesterday. What? She was like, you what is got eight. Yeah. I was like food. <laughs> so we drove to Wyoming to a Denny's from Salt Lake City and sat down at Denny's and Ate and felt better and went home and put on the worst show of Man, my how life. Long was that, how long of a drive was that to a dinner? I don't remember, like two hours or something. We were just driving until we, we, I didn't know what we were doing. I just didn't want to sit still because I was tripping yeah, so right, hard. Yeah, right, sure. Yeah, I get that. You know how it that, is. Like, yeah. you're tripping. You're like, I'm sitting still as the devil. I start thinking and feeling stuff. Yeah. It's like, when I'm in motion, life is good. Life when I'm is not good. in motion, outside, shit is bad. Outside yeah. noise. It's yeah, for sure. Yeah. But hotel room, lobby hotel, like, it's one of those things, like, I didn't feel like I could be around normal people because I was tripping. Mm-hmm. And I knew a Denny's in Wyoming at 4 o'clock in the morning was the you're perfect gonna be place to walk company. in. Like, hey, everybody. Yeah. And look at the waiter and go, bring lots of water. We're tripping acid. He was like, he didn't even look phased. He was like, okay. So he shows up <laughs> with a pitcher of water. And we came in. I put on the worst show of my life the next day, dog. That's great. I fell off stage. <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. There's this place. It's called the Complex up there. And I fell off stage trying to step down. I thought it was. Is that where part of uh, Dumb and Dumber was filmed? Might be. In the And there's a bar in the lobby of that place. Yes. That's where we played. Okay, dope. Yeah, and you, you know how they got the split thing yeah, or whatever? And the green room. Getting to the green rooms. You got to go to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, period. So I'm trying to get to the green room. Yeah. I try to step <laughs> off stage, misjudge the step, fall and dramatically eat shit. And then, you know, they had the two bears. So you walk straight to where the sound dude is yep. and the, the green room is back behind it. The green room is also smaller in this room. Yeah. And I'm walking back and they had another step randomly during this walk. And I didn't um, see it. And I ate shit again. I was, but listen, I had zero serotonin. Oh, dude. Serotonin is an afterthought. We were tripping hard, 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 dog. It was one of the best nights ever. Cook Up to this day calls me once a month and goes, God, you got any of that magic water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what does he do? He does the sick the of funny Sundays, thing, yeah, right? The, the funny thing Sundays. is, he thought it was like a normal drug. Yeah, right. Like, after that, every day, be like, you got some more magic water? I was like, Cook Up, that's not some shit you do every day, Bubba. Yeah. That's not like <laughs> tripping ecstasy every other day or something, dog. Yeah. Like, this is like, you that's a serious. that out. That is <laughs> like, I might not do it again for a year as hard as I tripped last night. You about to be cooked up, boss. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, that is not you it. You about to be scrambled, He's still calling, like, Jelly, all I'm missing is some magic water. I'm like, Bubba, you don't. That is acid. Be missing more than magic water. That'll you fucking had. that'll do it to you. Nothing'll do it to you, bro. Damn, bro. You hear the birds chirping? That's because flowers are blooming and the grass is growing. It's time to mow your freaking lawn, dude. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. And I'm talking about ball trimmers. That's right, ball trimmers. Spring has sprung, and Manscaped has the best tools to get you ready. I recommend their Perfect Package 3.0. Package comes with the Lawnmower 3.0, which has a ceramic blade to reduce shaving accidents. Crucial. The package also includes the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver to have you, uh, to have your nether region smelling and feeling so, so great. And I mean great. Lastly, the package comes with the travel bag and boxer briefs. You think what I'm thinking? That's right. This is the perfect package for your package. Jinx. <laughs> Just kidding. Not really. Um, I used to nick my nuts all the time. It was really a tragedy. Y'all wouldn't believe it. It was a battle every time I tried to do some self-grooming. But then Manscaped joined my team, and I win the self-grooming game every time. It's not even close. Sometimes I just walk around with the lawnmower 3.0 just for fun because I like it that much. Um, join the other 2 million men who trusted Manscaped. They're here to make sure your balls are smooth and smelling nice. 
I like it when two other million men are in charge of my balls being smooth and nice. Don't you? After all, it's time for spring cleaning. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code EARNEST20. Hey, that's 20% off of free shipping with the code EARNEST20. EARNEST20 at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. Yeah, tripping. The first time I did acid, um, me and my brother-in-law, he wasn't my brother-in-law at the time, Matt Royer. Shout out, Matt. Um, we got we had four hits of acid in a little aluminum foil, you know, somebody, oh, somebody's to, mama's kitchen. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the way to carry acid. Yeah, and um, so y'all had the paper strip. Yeah, so I was I was just out of I just dropped out of college my freshman year, and I was going to my my alma mater Lipscomb's talent show because I saw some friends that were playing in the senior <laughs> talent show, and and you know I was the, the the dropout, the going back and you know half out. Yeah. So we, so we go and um, they were double hits apparently, but I'd never done acid before. Oh. So I took one hit, he took one hit. And we're sitting there, we're in the studio at his house, like you know, forty five, fifty minutes go by, and the classic mistake took the second took the hit, second fucking hit, took the second hit, and um, we went to the talent show. And dude, now you're on four hits of acid. And I'm seeing all of my show. old teachers, and I'm oh I'm like God. spiraling. So we leave, we go back home, and that was I was listening. To, we were talking about the weekend the other day. I said that was whenever. Oh yeah, weekend you said that too. That OVOXO, yep. The whatever the balloons. Yeah. That, oh yeah, the House of Balloons. Yeah. Whew, and what a then crazy record. Bonnie Vare. We were listening to that. That was our whole trip. So through the night, but we had like a little hash, and we were just we had like a I think maybe. Two grams of hash, just a big ball of hash, and we smoked all of it throughout the whole night, just trying to, what's going on? Like, yeah, didn't feel anything. Laughing, crying, looking yeah. at ourselves in the reflection of the studio glass door, just oh like figuring God. it all out, listening to Dark Side of the Moon. How, now, how far was the first hit from the second hit? 50 minutes. Okay. That wasn't too bad. It all hit at once. Okay. Yeah. No, that's all that's, I felt was like, that's the, the worst, was but like, it, was also, weird. it was also better than waiting three hours. Because then a trip that could have ended in 10 is now 16. Oh, yeah, that's you know true. Saying? So at least they were close. Yeah, this was like, you know, this was probably from 7 p.m. till 8 I love you. You'd never tripped acid and the little drug addict in you was like, I'm not feeling this. I should take another one. <laughs> and it had been like 45 <laughs> fucking minutes. Yeah, and then you end up I on the wild ride like, now. no, I want to trip while I'm at this thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It needs to start right now. Yeah. And fucking, <laughs> meanwhile, it was digested. It was Boy, it's been to fuck you. That's really it. I just thought, I thought the anxiety I was feeling was the buzz. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> took, took another one. I like, thought the anxiety I was feeling was the buzz. I want that quote. <laughs> I was wrong. He was like, no, I got to power through that. Take another one. I was wrong. Only yeah. time that ever happened to me was uh, ecstasy. Uh, I took like a double stack. Uh, I yeah. didn't feel for whatever. I don't know if it's because I'm fat, but I didn't feel it for like two hours. So I'm like, oh, give no. me another one. And then they both hit me. It was and like a I, Tesla pill or something? Dude, I don't remember what they yeah. were. Back then, they had like Buddhas on them or right, some right, shit. Right. You know what I mean? But, uh, dude, I just remember like tripping. I mean, like going through what was oh, a horrible experience. I tell you, the only good thing that came with that role, I quit smoking cigarettes. Wow. For whatever reason, when I inhaled a cigarette, it felt like I was inhaling like cotton. I was like, this is thick. I quit drinking Cokes. I quit drinking Cokes and smoking cigarettes because of that role. It was that bad of a roll. To this day, I haven't drank a Coke in fucking 
15, 16, 17 See, Delaney, years. I need to be doing Molly. <laughs> It'll change everything. It's like, dude, I remember drinking a Coke the next morning and feeling like it was just straight syrup. Oh, and I was wow. like, something's wrong with this. And I hit a cigarette the next day thinking after the roll I'd feel different. I was like, I'm inhaling cotton. I was like, this is like carbon monoxide or something. Like, Zoom out so from bad. viewers' perspective, yeah. and you're drinking flat Coke and smoking a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That's probably what you're happened. Drink, you're drinking yeah. Coke that's been left on the counter with no cotton. You're like, like, like syrup. <laughs> you're smoking the corner of a T-shirt. I'm like, this shit is thick. Bullshit. This is fucking thick. I'll never, I, to that day, dog, never fucking smoked or drank fucking That's amazing. a Coke again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, y'all. Dude. And the moral are... of the story is, kids, experiment with ecstasy. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. totally joking. Totally of. joking. Unless you do. <laughs> do you have any weed? I do, but you're going to hate me. I got to roll it? I didn't bring a paper. Well, I got papers. Oh, here goes some pot. I got a bong. You want to wreck a bong? You want to smoke right. a joint? Um, this is a, a two-part episode, so yeah. we can. I'm going to take a piss break and we can roll something up. Yay! I love two-parters. Just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest, just being earnest.